At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello all. Q&A again. <laughs> How are we all doing? So this week, what we got? We did invoicing on the CX and part two of Nick of Time. Uh, before we start, Steve Campbell says I've got an hour break on my community service, so I think I'll give it a watch. Thanks very much, Steve, for a time well spent there, you know, lovely. And also goes on to say the cheapest insurance is copying a number plate of an insured van of the same colour and type. That's lovely. Not always that easy to get a made up because you have to come up with your documents and not brilliant in case you're involved in an accident because in that case it doesn't pay out. But um, yeah, each to their own, Steve. Not for me, my friend, <laughs> and I certainly wouldn't recommend it, but you guys do you, know what I always say. So, so we did, um, you know, we did one this week on the invoicing on the CX, on sort of does the CX, can you actually put your own invoices in, that kind of thing. Um, I was supposed to write this down once again, forgotten the pen, hang on a second. Destroy my life as well. Wait a minute, I'll say. Um, yeah. Uh, Nick the Urban Trucker, who's back in contact in fairness, he kind of went a bit deep sea diver um, for a little while, but he's back on the uh, back on the telephone, back on the old trombone, which was lovely, and we had a little chat this week and all that kind of stuff. He said, he said, I use zero accounting software. It's brilliant, worth every penny. He said, I recommend it to anyone. It gives you all the information you need. You can see who owes you money, when it's due, plus um, how much, uh, plus how much, plus so much more. You're right, it is a pain when customers group together your invoices, leaving you to work out the ones they're paid and the ones that they haven't. Like I say, the office kind of things, I tried it for a couple of weeks, and um, I basically I was just bidding the jobs, because I kind of figure eventually I will have to move into the office, and I'll be honest with you, I don't like it very much. I like being at home. I like not having to wake up to an alarm clock. I like being having the missus downstairs. But it's not like you can pop down for a coffee because the second you pop down for a coffee for 10 minutes, you come up, you miss bidding on three jobs. So you're in basically working in the office bidding for jobs entails staring at a computer screen from 7 in the morning till 5 at night, just refreshing and staring at it. And you get really tired 
and you sit in a comfortable chair and you warm house and you're in your house and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, it's much more tiring than jumping in a lorry, going over there, picking up some pallets, driving around, looking at the countryside, listening to the radio, dropping the pallets off. Also, from the point of view of the money that I can make in a truck in one day is considerably more than I can actually pay somebody to sit in front of a VDU and just stare at the screen and bid on jobs. And once you've educated them, well, that job's worth that much, that job's worth that much, don't go there because it's zone or charge that much more for zone, which I don't think would take too long to pick up. I don't know if it's my future. I'm not writing it off, but in the meantime, it's not my future. I don't know how it's going to go. So uh, on the subject still, back on invoicing on the CX, white man in a van says, he said, I find the CX system is rubbish for seeing what's due and what's paid uh, and what's late. I prefer to print each invoice, stack them in due date order and manually remove them from the pile as they get paid. I think everybody's got their own system. So when I was in the office, at first I had like a load of phones around me. You will find your own way. But this is kind of why the channel's here, because a few people might listen to that and go, actually, that's a really good idea. Do you know what? I'm going to do that. I'm going to print the invoices out. And this is what we do. We share the information. We help each other. I'm sure that's... I mean, how the office does the invoicing thing, I don't know. Like I say, I, I don't get involved. And Andy Darwin says QuickBooks. We have QuickBooks. I'm not even sure if we even use it. So that was, that was a quick one on invoicing on the CX this week. Um, the main one that seems to come in on this week was... Um, Nick of Time, which uh, part part two of the <laughs> I never really set out to be a long and like you know, but I, I try not to make them too long because otherwise you'll all get really bored. Um, for the, can I actually get the job done in time? And in fairness, I think we're still on a cliffhanger, so I'm going to keep my powder dry on that one. I'm not going to say anything. So, uh, but uh, Rayflat says. But by the way, the final part of Nick of Time will be out this week. I think it's either Wednesday or Thursday, five o'clock. So you can put that one to bed. It's not like waiting for the final part of um, Last of Us or anything like that, like you know. But if you haven't watched Last of Us, it's really good. And if you don't watch any of them, just watch Number Three. Number Three is like a self-contained story, and it's lovely. It's really lovely. It's about zombies, kind of, but it's not about zombies. It's just really nice, and it's got my mate who used to be in Parks and Recreation and Devs, and I like him. But um, yeah. So anyhow, back on subject. Uh, Red Flirt says, my mate's on the CX, my mate's on the CX, his company is called Nick of Time. Presumably his name is Nick. Presumably his second name is not of time, because otherwise his parents would have hated him. Although having said that, my name's Pete, and I'm named after my dad's best mate, Pete Moss. And Pete Moss had a brother who was born on the 25th of December, and they called him Chris true story genuinely happened Genu- I don't know the guy I know Pete I've never met his brother Chris but I suppose an argument that can be made what other name could you give him another argument could, you, could be made if we call him this he's going to be spending his entire time at school getting his head kicked in go either way really on that one can you so uh, Van on the run says, he said, did I hear you right? You said you have four pallets weighing at seven and a half tonne. Mate, I very much doubt that. On the whole, a pallet doesn't tend to weigh more than a tonne. Not the ones I carry at times. So I'm probably calculating 
the weight of the pallets plus the weight of the oil. I can't remember how it went. He said, I've, I've been doing some heavy pallets of concrete, some at 1.3 tonne each. We have to be careful not to overload the front axle as it's easily done. Um, there was a video on loading and axles and stuff like that. I'll see if I can do your link. Link goes there. Um, the lads on the yard only put a row of single pallets in the middle from the headboard and then double up further back. That makes sense. We call it the checkerboard. I call it the checkerboard. One, then two, then one. And then you can go two, 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 so you get the weight over the back. Make sure you strap everything. We got a PG9. I've got. I'm going to do one on straps. I think it's really important, guys. We, strap everything. Strap an empty cardboard box. Uh, something that Daniel said that really stuck with me. He said, "You're not driving a curtain side. You're driving a flatbed. It's just got this thing over the top of it. Treat it like a flatbed." I'll stra- I'm strapping everything now. I was a bit lapsedized in the past. We'll come on to that one. He said, so if carrying eight pallets, I will go one, 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 two, two, one, from headboard to rear. I think I saw you Monday morning heading up the north in the M1. Chances are you probably did, my friend. I was heading south uh, for Great Portland Street Ooh, to deliver um, said pallets concrete. Great Portland Street in London. It's a bit of a... Try stopping there. That's near um, Harley Street, I think. My old days of the knowledge coming back there probably erroneously most of the things i do say in fairness are wrong or at least wildly inaccurate <laughs> dan redding says um enjoy the video he said the suspense is nearly killing me just a random one for you to see if you know anything about the following won a job this week oh they haven't done that actually won a job this week with a large company on the cx uh they asked if i wanted to send the job through to them on the app or to email it through to me i've got to do a i'll do a little star on this sorry um they said that if they send it through on the app it would take a pound off my bid to cover the cost of the cx he said the cx now cover charge a pound now charge a pound for every booking sent on the cx and they have been charged this since the start of the year i've never heard this before from other companies that have sent me jobs i had to get him to send uh, on the app as i wasn't sure um how to produce an invoice at the end of the job etc that kind of thing like so instead of sending the job through at 350 pound they sent it through at 349 pound i know it's only a pound but I've never had anyone else do it. Take care, take money, minus the pound. Right, the thing is, depending on which subscription you've got with the CX, if you post over a certain amount of jobs, then uh, sending it through, I actually think they charge two pound. So I think the company was swallowing a quid either way. Um, on a 350 quid job, it probably doesn't make an awful lot of difference. On a 20 pound van job, you've got to send it through. It costs you two quid. Suddenly it's 18 pound. It probably does make a difference. I've had a lot of things where they've sent it through on email. Where they're going, look, we're not, you know, you've won, you win the job on the CX. And they go, do you mind rather than if we allocate it through to you on the CX, we'll um, email it through to you. Um, it is all a bit painful, I've got to say. And from our point of view, what we then end up doing, if I'm in, what I will do is I'll ring Jem in the office and I'll get her to create the job on our side, on the CX, which you can do for free, and then just run it through as a normal job and invoice it out that way. So it kind of comes back to invoicing. But yeah, it is a little, it's, it's kind of some bright spark at the CX had the idea. As in a, it's, it's, like, it's like the old, um, oh, that's something else I've got to do. Uh, nick of time, I've got um, Nick. Uh, the urban trucker we've got to do something on the uh, um, the growing protest about um, 
ULEZ and all that kind of stuff. Apparently, there's a Facebook uh, Facebook group out there which is growing massively. It's a bit like, can you stop now? It's a bit like we're going to charge you road tax, then we're going to charge you ULEGs, then we're going to charge you um, congestion charge, then we're going to charge you per mile for driving. It's a bit like slow down, you know, enough already. So it's just someone's thought, you know, this conscription thing seems to be the way. We'll charge them you know by the job rather than like a flat rate fee and um yeah i think a lot of people are getting the needle about it but we'll do some we'll do some digging into that and then i want to do your own video on that i've done little stars to uh, remind me to uh but anyway. got quite a few videos going out at the moment actually i said i was going to go down to one a week because i think it was getting a bit much but i think i'm gonna to have to go back up to two a week it'll probably be like a life on the road video and one of what i always used to do which is just what's going on on the cx world type thing you know so just because i'm banking them up i, I thought I, I was running out i'd said i've pretty much done everything there is to do and then before you know it i've got eight things to discuss and i'm a bit like i'm falling behind here i've got to catch up so anyhow back on topic on nick of time domain name guys because you know i had the thing if you watch the video you'll know which is um i'd loaded the four pallets i'd sat there for another 15 minutes on break and then i got an hour down the road and they turned around and they said can you go back and get the other pallet and i kind of went i can't i'm out of driving time Anyway, domain name guys said so the right thing to do was go back and collect the other pallet as driver's hour scenario isn't a problem for the customer, etc. It's a familiar scenario with a trucker using a driver's hours, e.g. delivering to supermarkets, RDCs. The RDC refuses the load, etc. And the supermarkets will uh, use a different carrier, etc. Um, and I've seen warehouses refuse other driver's loads and had single parcels refused as they weren't booked in. The thing is, in this particular instance... I could have gone back and got the other pallet. But if I, and also I've massively underestimated hotel fees recently but, um, because I've had to do a couple of jobs down. Uh, I did one, I, done, I, I seemed to go Bristol and back, Exeter and back. And I stayed in one at 75 quid and one at 95 quid. So the days of COVID where you were getting one in at like 25 pound, 30 pound, that's all gone now. And it's not like I can pre-book a hotel so I can get it cheap because I don't know where I'm going to be. It's, you know, job pings up. And I don't know I'm going to be four hours later, I could be anywhere in the country, like, you know. So the conversation we had is I can go back and pick it up. But by the time you pay for an 18 ton to go back, collect it, and then because it's out of driver's hours, have to stay overnight in a hotel and then re-deliver it. The actual cost of that is dearer than just getting some guy to go in in a small van run it down there and meet it up in the morning, which is why we decided to do what we did. It's because it actually worked out better for the shipper and better for the customer to just put it on a small van than it would have done to recall a truck and then have to pay for the trucker to go overnight. And that's why we did what we did. Right, my mic just went dead. I know this because I'd got to the end, checked the video, and when I've just been talking for the last Christ knows how long. And um, it went, so you know, if they'd have said, go back and get it, I'm going to cut this. Go back and get it, I would have gone back and get it. So I've got to remember to charge that thing up. You learn as we go, don't we, really? So, uh, right, uh, Rock God turns around and um, he says, uh, he says, my yard is opposite the site of the warehouse you collected in Blackburn. He said, I always get loaded in good time. There's normally plastic pipe pots for, fetrals and, uh, for uh, festivals and gigs, etc. Yeah, he said, there was all, I, I remember once I sort of, um, we used to we'd do a pickup in um, Aylesbury Way for my mate Simon's firm. And I remember pulling in and they had like 
the guy who's in the Arctic. I said, where you come from? I thought I'd come a long way, so Ibiza. Well, that's a long way. He said, I've got the kitchen on for uh, Love Island. And I went, okay, haven't they got kitchens in Ibiza then? You know, when you would think you would sort of, sort of look around the island and go, has anyone got a mobile kitchen, save us dragging one, but, you know, they do the way... Everybody does it their way, don't they? Really, that's the way it is, isn't it? So, and finally, on the note, uh, finally on this note, Shane Hardy says another good one, Pete. On the edge of the seat to know whether you make it or not. It's nice. To see, it was nice of the shipper to work it out with you the way they did. Like I say, my mate Jamie and we we do we do work with him all the time. I, was, I did a job for him actually Friday. Um, Slough three drops in Norfolk. Which means I'm now I've got to pick up. I picked up in Norfolk. I'm off to Wales. I'm at four o'clock Monday morning. I'm off to Wales. Like you know, got to be there at eight. So, but yeah, if he'd have turned around and said you got to go and get it, I'd have gone and got it. But he kind of went, no, we'll do it on a small van. It's cheaper. It made more sense. So brilliant. So, right, truck. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, I can't do that joking, um, Chris says Arctic is where the money in money is or specialist jobs or ridges just as house moves house moves are hard work the, the lumping wardrobes up and downstairs is hard work drains and road sweeping Arctic moves everything on the long haul um, Mr Donnyman says always nice when it's tucked, tucked in and not flapping separates the men from the boys he is, of course, talking, I believe, about the um, the straps on the side of the curtains. If they're long, tuck them in. If they're short, you don't have to. Keep it tidy, keep it neat, keep it clean. When it's opened up, have it wound, have it tight, have it... Strap everything. Trust me, we're going to do one on this one because of me PG-9. I'm going to be doing one on this one. So I strap, empty cardboard box, strap everything. Uh, Steve Campbell says... Um, 
He said, I've got a fixed penalty for the DVSA on Tuesday, £100 for an insecure load. And the company got 250 points on their operator's licence. I didn't even know you could get points on your operator's licence. Like I say, I'm relatively new to this. I'm still trying to work it all out. But that's not an excuse. As Daniel said, that ain't an excuse. Don't turn in front of them and go, I don't know what I'm doing. They'll say, fine, fold the business, disappear off, learn the business, and then come back and set up on your own. Don't set up on your own running lorries if you don't know what you're doing. Set up on your own running lorries once you've learned how you're doing, you want to do it on your own. And I, I don't think there's too much to it. And I think I'm aware of what needs to be done. It's just making sure it gets done and we are making sure it gets done um uh, matty matty asked um, sorry about that mate he says do you reckon there's only traction work on the haulage exchange um john man says are you running 18 ton trucks on the hx and jenny k say are there many jobs on the hx on cx and hx for arctics or is it just for rigid beds are we run five 18 ton trucks on the HX. Four is run by the office, one is run by me. I run my own truck personally. They run the other four trucks and do the other kind of things. I don't know how much work there is for Arctics, so I went on it. I kind of, I thought, well, I'll just have a look because I knew the question was coming up. And there are more jobs at the moment coming out of my area for like um, a 13 ton to a 6 axle than there is to, uh, not a 13 tonne, rather a 13.6 or whatever they call it, to a 6 axle, than there is for 18 tonnes at the moment. How much they pay is another matter, because I've never been on them, I haven't done them, and I have a sneaking fear that they're going to want, I mean, some of these prices were saying, like, Arctic job, 180 pays, 180 quid. I think 180 quid? That's what, you, you know, you can get that in a loot in the right situation, like, you know? Um... So I don't know. The work is there. What it pays, I mean, whether they're looking to just sort of, they're assuming that you've got your own customer and then they're just going to give you diesel money on the way home. In which case, is it worth it? I don't know. I don't do it. So I can't comment on you. But the work is there. Like I say, that's all I know. Uh, right, miscellaneous. Um, Jenky says, what's the load, uh, what is the zone you refer to that you can't go into? Uh, it's the congestion zone, mate. And we can't not go into them. We can go into them, but um, it, char it charges us. If you go into if you go into Birmingham, it's fifty quid. That's doable in a truck. Go into London, go into Bath, go into the middle of Bristol, it's hundred quid. Then it starts to get scary because then you've got to put that on the price of the job, and then it starts to get prohibitive because then the customer doesn't want to pay it. Clive Little has got an answer to this, but I'm kind of sceptical, Clive. Sorry, bud. He says he said we now. We quote all jobs in the notes, plus any city charges at cost. So we don't lose out when we come across an unexpected duly zone. Just a small change to your quoting strategy will stop you getting stung. My theory with this guy is you, you, you quote the customer 300 quid for a job. Then you realise it's zone. Then you charge you send him an invoice for £400. Then finance pick it up and they go, hang on a second, this job's supposed to be £300. But they've sent us an invoice for £400. We go, yeah, because there's a zone charge involved. And then this great big to-ing and throwing goes between the two of you. And I don't know how how happy they would be about paying it. I'd almost rather just not get involved, just not go into the zones. I, I suppose, but he does have a point. If we could just put that on the quote and go, by the way, if there is an unexpected zone charge... You know, we did have one once where um, the guy turned around and said, got to be delivered at Watford. We got it down and it wasn't Watford, it was Kilburn. And we rung the guy up and went, this isn't what this killed me. He went, oh, it's nearly the same. 
No, it's not, mate, because the second we go past Junction 2 camera, suddenly it's under quid, and it all got a bit messy. I think we just kind of, we sorted it out in the end. I had to get my mate Giuseppe to ship it in. But, um, yeah, it's tricky. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. So, uh, Gave said, um, would like a bit of advice. Been playing with the idea of getting my own wagon. Is it worth doing everything you need to do to get started? All I can say, my friend, is it worked for me. Whether it'll work for you or not, that's another story. But, yeah, it's kind of the best way to start a business, hold your nose and jump. If it doesn't work, go and do something else. At least you'll know that it's not for you. So you won't think, oh, I should try that, I should try that. You just do that with the markets. I go, I should try that market. And then one day I had the answer. I go, well, I'm going to try it for a day. Tried it for a day. It either took money or it didn't. If it didn't, then the next time you go, oh, I should try that market. No, I've tried it. It was rubbish. And it just draws a line under it. So... Right, van prices, just a quick one on van prices. Uh, my mate Ian, C11 Yan, says um, the price of new is ridiculous, but remember the cost to charge. Presumably, if you've got a new van, you charge customer more money for the van. He says you get far more money for your old van than a newer one, um, whilst it will be worth more in three to four years' time. I've got to be honest with you, I've, I've read this question twice now because my microphone went flat and I didn't understand it the first time. So maybe a bit of clarity if we maybe get to the bottom of that one. But um, I thought I'd give it a second run. Failed. Fell on my face twice. Uh, and finally, on the miscellaneous week, uh, Jeremy Hawke Courier says, Pete, we're on to something with these old vans. Um, I'd love to hear about people that are still making money running older vans. So hopefully members of your channel will share their antiques roadshow with us. So there could be another little regular part of the channel in addition to the um, Career Drive Awards. We didn't have any Career Drive Awards things this week. Um, are you running an old van? Is it sort of, and I mean, is it because you're doing bread deliveries or flour deliveries or you need something a little bit bespoke and antique? And if so, what is it? Uh, or are you just running an old van because you just love the motor and you're looking after it? So, yeah, comments, please. Might be uh, something, might not. And finally, in conclusion this week, uh, Lucci says, he said, hi, Pete. He said, I had a CB, because we did one about CBs, didn't we? I had a CB in the 80s. My handle was Columbia. I did enjoy chatting with various people. I did have various problems where I couldn't connect the battery properly and burnt the rig out. You need a caravan battery. You can recharge a caravan battery. Normal car batteries can't run flat. The plates get close together. It's, it messes with the battery. Um... My parents weren't happy. Also, I do recall a few people had massive errors so they could contact people in the USA. Looking forward to getting back to the UK so I can start earning money. Going to start tramping to save on the dead miles each week. Mate, we all do it our own way. Be good to have you back in the UK, back in Blighty. Take you back to the air old Blighty. Um, yeah, so that's it. So like I say, I'm loaded and ready to go. I'm going to be in Caffili on Monday cast on one side, super drug on the other and um, another chance to have a crack at it another chance to take care and take money At Parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward, with each new idea, innovation and partnership we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.